0: Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximizing your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and welcome back to my Self-Managed Superfund series of podcast. Today I want to discuss establishing your Self-Managed super fund in in the early ones, we've talked about what is a super fund and what are the benefits and, um, you know, is it suitable for you? How long does it take to set up? And I'll just go through to you, through with you now roughly what it takes to establish your self-managed super fund. Some people do it online. There's, I know, there's some companies there where you just type some details in and they do it online for you. Go to your accountant, um, solicitor. There's all different costs and fees to set them up. Um, wealth within charge, a fixed fee of $660, which is inclusive of your GST. Um, it, I think yeah, it's pretty cheap. It doesn't, and that's for one where you're the trustee of the super fund. So it's a, a private trustee, not a corporate trustee. If you're a corporate trustee, then there are other fees to setting up the corporation to do that. Um, but basically, it's quite simple, it's not an expensive process. Um, basically, or as I said, on our last podcast, really, you'll, once you've filled out the application form, it can take about a week. So, But what we do is we support you with, through every stage of the process and provide you with the full documentation that you need to establish your complying superannuation fund for up to four members, as we've already discussed. Now, according to legislative requirements, while being flexible enough to suit your individual needs now, so it's all set up for, the, for legislative requirements, um, what you need to do once it's set up is to set up your investment objectives, etc., but uh, you're, you, know, you basically you'll pay an establishment fee to get the documents. So what we arrange for is the establishment of a complying trust deed. So the complying trust deed needs to comply with legislation. Okay, and as I said, most days now it's just a, what a shelf document, and they put your name and everything on it. The um, super fund needs to register for a tax file number an Australian business number. So we've got those uh, as well. You will need to get that. Lodgement to become a regulated super fund. There's that as well. Um, Notice to consent to act as a trustee. I mean, obviously, if you're going to become a trustee of your super fund, uh, you need to have a notice of... Uh, consent to act and this is all in the things that you'll need for that resolutions to establish the fund there's binding death benefit nominations establishment of a bank account so what you would have we still use John Smith so you've got the John Smith as trustee for the Smith Superannuation Fund or the Smith Family Superannuation Fund, you can have, if there's husband and wife and kids or whatever in it, up to those four members, you'll need to have a bank account. So you might go to your local bank and set up a cash management account with that uh, for the super fund prior to it. So therefore, when you do redeem your current superannuation from the managed superannuation you've got, they'll put the cash or into that bank account. We also provide you with guidance for establishment of the fund's investment strategy, so we'll help you a little bit with all of that as well. Um, also, establishment of insurance cover under your self-managed super fund. Um, quite often now, with managed super funds, you've got a life insurance component within your in your super fund. You can still do that with your self-managed super fund. Anything you do with your life uh, your superannuation fund now with an industry one or whether it's a or a managed one that you've got, you can do with your self-managed one. Anyone. so you can set up your life insurance with your self-managed super fund paying for that uh, within all of that um you know we can uh, also as i said if you need to have a company act as your trustee that can also be set up at the same time for your super uh, regard ra- re- Rather than you being an individual trustee. So if you're the only person in your self-managed super fund, as I mentioned in earlier podcasts, you can't be an individual trustee of your super fund. You must use a corporate trustee. If you've got multiple members, then you can all be. Each person can be a trustee or must be a trustee of the of the super fund, unless there's a corporate in there, um, a separate company establishment uh, of a separate company like John Smith Proprietary Limited uh who is, is trustee for the Smith Family Superfund. Um, you're gonna be paying somewhere in the order of six, seven, eight hundred dollars ish, depending on who you go and see. I think we charge about six hundred and fifty to set up the corporate trustee of all all of that. So you can call it whatever you like. Some people use their names like, uh, you know, you know, John Deb and they go, John Deb Proprietor Limited or whatever. Uh, you can create your own names or you know, you could you could call it yourself Wealthy Times Self Managed Superfund. Proprietary Limited if you like to do that. Once you've set up your super fund then what you need to do is obviously um, send the forms to your current superannuation provider uh, whoever's managing your super fund now and send a form here to redeem your funds uh, as I mentioned a bit earlier those funds will then be placed into your bank account and then once you're in that the trust bank account sorry not your bank account the trust so the self-managed super funds bank account then it's up to you where you invested as long as you're investing in in line with your um, investment strategy for the fund, um, then what you do or your requirements from there is you've got an annual compliance package or c- compliance that you have to do now these include your financial statements so uh, income tax, regular returns, member statements, preparation of fund minutes, and auditing of the fund now, depending on um, these what how much goes on if you've got you know five hundred shares in there and forty seven properties and you know, artwork and all sorts of other different investments it's going to cost you more for the auditors to go through and do that because we've got to have your accountant do all the financial statements and then auditor to check them to comply with the regulations um, if you've got a pretty simple one you might own let's say you only own 10 shares in there it's going to be really really simple and you're going to be probably paying somewhere in the five six hundred dollars maybe ish and these are just really really rough figures don't quote me on any that it depends on your accountant and who's doing it um, if you've got a really complex one, it could cost you up to two thousand dollars to get it, and depending on how many transactions that you have going through that, because everything's got to get audited and and reported on, uh, and that really. So but once once it's all set up, which as I said, normally costs around six to seven hundred dollars to set it up, without a corporate trustee, with a corporate trustee, maybe, you know thirteen hundred to fifteen hundred dollars to set up your self managed super fund. For so that a bit of paperwork to to get your funds into your bank account and from then on you're running it and then from then on it's only the compliance fees from there outside of the investment fees like obviously brokerage fees with uh, shares and if you're buying property you've still got the fees of buying and selling property those sorts of things through your super fund so it's not that hard to run and, and to me really a super fund's not that hard to run but as I said to you uh, in an earlier podcast you really need to make sure that you've got the time and you are educating yourself on that um, I'll leave this podcast there and just keep this one as simple as all of that. Uh, and then I'll go into, well, actually, no, I'll do one little bit more talk about you know, well, how what funds are used to create your self-managed super fund. And, and really, just as a, as a finishing off, there are really three ways of transferring money or assets into your super fund. One is just make a contribution. So once your bank account's set up and your super and your superannuation is set up, you can just drop cash into your self-managed super superannuation uh, bank account you can roll over your existing superannuation benefits into the fund so your external ones in managed funds um and so you can do that or you can purchase, purchase assets by the trustee for the fund so let's say that uh you've got a corporate trustee John Smith Propriety limited goes out and buys a property for the trust fund and then it puts it into the into the fund so you can do that as well so there's three ways to you can put money into the fund um, I'll leave this podcast with you today. Hope you enjoyed. The, you are enjoying the series. I look forward to chatting with you next time. You've been listening to Talking Wealth, and I'm Dale Gillen, the chief analyst here at Wealth Within. Thank you. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call one three hundred Share Trade.